The following message comes to you from the pulpit of Zion Primitive Baptist Church in Zion, Alabama. For more information, please visit us online at zionpbc.com. I want to welcome you today to the Zion Primitive Baptist Church podcast. This podcast is an outreach of Zion Primitive Baptist Church, which is located in the Zion community near Gordo, Alabama. I'm Elder Chris McCool, and I serve as pastor of Zion Primitive Baptist Church. We are a congregation of believers in the sovereign grace of God where families worship together through the simple practice of preaching, praying, and singing. If you live in this area or are visiting here, we would love to have you attend worship services with us. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. and the first and third Wednesday evenings at 6.30 p.m. I'm happy to note that our daily podcast is featured on Grace Alone Radio, which you can find at gracealoneradio.net. You can find the schedule on the website, and you can also download an app to your phone so that you can listen wherever you are. Grace Alone Radio is a 24-hour streaming service which carries the message of God's sovereign grace around the clock and around the world. Zion Primitive Baptist Church is located at 9487 County Road 49, Gordo, Alabama. That's near the intersection of County Road 49 and Alabama Highway 159, about 10 miles north of Gordo, Alabama, and about 8 miles northeast of Reform, Alabama. If you're interested in finding more sermons, you can go to our website at zionpbc.com, that's z-i-o-n-p-b-c.com, where you'll find all of our posted sermons as well as a link to subscribe to our podcast. You can also subscribe to our website which will update you every time a new sermon is posted. Do you worry too much? Some people worry more than others, some less, but all of us have the problem of worrying. In the first part of the message that we're posting today, Elder John Morgan Owens shares the scriptural perspective on worrying and admonishes us to get closer to our shepherd if we have this problem. Please join us today and tomorrow as we look into this very convicting subject of the problem of worry. But first, we have a song selection that I hope you enjoy. After the song, please stay tuned for another message of God's sovereign grace from the Zion Primitive Baptist Church pulpit. Tears flood my eyes. Oh. 
turn with me over to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 is where we're going to start this morning. And we'll look at verse 24 of Matthew 6. So there in Matthew 6 and verse 24 it says this. This is Jesus uh, preaching. It says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon just means riches, okay? So you get the picture. <laughs> he says you can't, have, you can't be serving riches and God at the same time. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on. Is not the life more than raiment? Uh, is, not the, is not the life more than meat? and the body than raiment. All right, so this morning, I want to talk about worry. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the problem of worry, really, okay? So I know every one of you can relate to worrying, okay? If, you, if you're going to raise your hand and say, I have never worried, then you're lying, okay? <laughs> everybody's worried, and everybody's going to continue to worry, unfortunately. It's a... It's, uh, we cannot help ourselves in our broken state but worry, okay? That doesn't, that doesn't give you an excuse to worry, okay? It's just we are going to worry. Now, I want, you, I want you to think about this. Imagine before the fall, imagine the Garden of Eden. Okay, man, that sounds that's beautiful, great. Nothing to worry about, nothing to fear, no sin, no death. There wouldn't be a prayer request list in the garden, okay? It was perfect. And then when we fell in sin, what was one of the very first things that you saw Adam do? They, they, they took fig leaves 
and they clothed themselves and then they hid. Why were they hiding? Why were they covering themselves? Because they were worried. They were worrying about what God would think of them. Now worry is, uh, it's hard really to define it, but essentially it is, it is being caught up on an idea of some future problem. And it, and it, is, uh, it is causing turmoil within you, okay? Some people would, would say it's invasive thoughts, intrusive thoughts. I'm not a psychologist. I, I just know that I worry. And when I'm worrying, what it feels like is I am either dreading something or I am concerned about something that is yet to happen. You know, you don't often find yourself uh, worrying about what's happening right in the moment, okay? You don't really have time to worry about what's happening in the moment. What you worry about is what's going to happen tomorrow, right? And I know we can all relate to this. Everybody, whether, whether you're uh, you know, a kid and you're in school or you're in college or whatever it is, you, maybe you're worried about that test or you're worried about school tomorrow. Or as you grow up, you may be, uh, you may be worried about what's going to happen at work or some future thing that's happening. Or maybe it's uh, physical exams, uh, health-related uh, issues that you're worried about. Some people are worried about the dentist office, you know. Um, I used to be that person, and then when uh, Sister Meredith worked at the dentist, that was pretty nice, you know, because I would go in, and she would clean my teeth, and she knows how, you know, uh, particular I am and, and how nervous I am. And so she would take care of me, and that was really nice, you know. And I knew that if, 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 if everything just disintegrated in that room, that Meredith was there to take care of me, you know. And by disintegrate, I mean if, if you know, I pass out and everything's, everything's going wrong, Meredith was there, you know. So that helped. Now that she's not doing that anymore, you know, I don't know. I may fall apart. But, <laughs> but you know, those are, some, those are some things that most people can relate to. Uh, you know, when I was little, uh, going, uh, going in to get shots, I'm telling you, I mean, you, you could just, uh, you could sit there and you could worry about that, all the car ride over there. And, uh, you know, the, I couldn't really remember what a shot felt like when I went to get shots to go to school. And uh, so I was just trying to, I was worrying, trying to prepare myself for whatever might happen. And then nothing can prepare you, you know, for, for what it actually is, right? <laughs> um, worry is a problem. I also want to, to, while we're talking about worry, I want to talk about anxiety, okay? Just anxiety in general. Now here's how I sort of define these, Okay. This is not some uh, dictionary, this is just me, okay? I, I think of worry as the verb, as the action of, of thinking on things. I think of anxiety as the general condition, okay? As the feeling that you have. Uh, anxiety can affect your health. It can affect you negatively. You, 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 if you've ever felt this before, uh, you begin to to feel your heart rate increase. Maybe maybe your uh, you know you, you begin to feel your chest sort of tighten up uh, when you begin to worry about things. I have been <laughs> I have been in my own head 
thinking ahead to something that was going to happen, or I thought was going to happen, and it usually never happens that way, but I was worrying about something, and then I began to feel uh, this anxiety and nervousness about it. You know, ultimately what I think we'll get to is what I was doing in that time was I was completely wasting my time and energy, okay? Why would you waste your time worrying about something when it's probably not going to happen? Even if it does happen, it would be better to just let it happen than to sit there and worry the whole time about it, right? When you can't do a thing about it. All right, so let's go to Psalm 23 real quick. Now, in general, the book of Psalms, it is, a, it, it is what it says. It's essentially, it's a book of hymns written by psalmists, by poets, right? In praise to God. Or sometimes they're not necessarily directly praising God, but they're addressing uh, problems that they're facing. And so remember this as you read the psalms. These are real people. These are people just like you, and they have problems just like you. They have worries, they have anxieties, they have struggles that they're facing. And so a lot of times you'll see in the book of Psalms where they'll be describing anguish and, and depression and darkness and things that we've probably all felt from time to time. And that's why uh, one of the things that I do when I'm having problems with uh, anxiety or sadness is I, I go to the book of Psalms. It's a very practical place to go read. Because you read about these people and where they found their hope, which was in God. Psalm 23, we all know this one. Mom and Dad made me memorize this when I was little. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Sounds so sweet. Now, this psalm is from the perspective of a sheep <laughs> looking at their shepherd. And we know the Lord uses that, that, uh, that in, in throughout scriptures in comparing himself to the shepherd and us to the sheep. Now, what do we know about sheep? Okay, <laughs> well, there's a reason why the shepherd has to lead them beside still waters. You know, a sheep will not drink water out of a flowing stream. I would prefer it out of a flowing stream myself, but they want it out of the still waters because the flowing waters disturb them. It scares them. They want, it, they want to have drinking out of the still waters. You know, I, I believe there's, there is a reason why the Lord has, has picked sheep to describe us, okay? We are fearful. We are distrusting people. Yet God is so patient and kind to take care of us and to give us what we need. He knows that, that we, we need to drink out of the still waters, okay? He knows that we need to be in the green pastures. And He takes care of us. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Fear is, is really is a part of this equation, okay? Worry is fearing something that's to come. It says, the psalmist says here, In the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. 
Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but one of the key ways to deal with worry, you, you find yourself in a situation that you're worried about. I, I'm, trying, I'm trying the best I can to give you some ammunition to fight worry. And one of the best ways to fight it is to step closer to your shepherd, okay? Because walking through the valley of the shadow of death, that is a place that you should be afraid, that you could feel fear in the midst of. But he says, I will not fear, for thou art with me. You see, that's the key. It's not, it's not that you have some strength or you have some ability uh, to focus and to just get those thoughts out of your head. No, it's that you have your shepherd by your side. That is the key. It says, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. His staff is there to guide you. If you're worried about some decision that you need to make, you know, his staff is there to, to correct you and to pull you and, and, to, and to put you in the right direction. And his rod, his rod is there to beat off your enemies, okay? As, as the wolves come in to try, to try to gobble you up, his rod is there to, to drive them away, okay? So you, you fear and you worry about the spiritual darkness and things such as that, get closer to your shepherd, okay? You want to you get off there by yourself, that's, that's how you get gobbled up, okay? Now, understand... Uh, Satan is not going to come in and steal you out of the Father's hands and take you to hell, okay? But Satan will make shipwreck of your life in this life, okay? And you will feel as if you're living hell on earth. He will assault you in as many ways as he can. But if you, if you worry about that, <laughs> if you're worried about that, you know how to fix it. You just get closer to your shepherd, okay? He'll protect you. Let's go back to Matthew 6. Matthew chapter 6, this is where we started. I want to keep reading there. We, begin, uh, we began reading in verse 24 where he says, uh, you can't serve two masters. And then in verse 25 he goes, and I'll read it again. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? And then he gives us an example. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? You know, I, I, I was compiling a list of the things that I felt were the, the most common sources of worry, or the most common things that people worried about. And then I, I looked it up on Google just to see, if, you know, what was the general consensus out there? And, and it was, you know, you know how it is. There's 30 different sites that say these are the top 10, top 20, but they were all the same things, okay? Here's what it was. Number one, number one concern is obviously the future, right? Which that's what we're talking about. Well, you're worried about the future. Your health was consistently on the top, uh, the top list, top five at least. Money. Money was top one or top two, almost every single thing that you looked at. Your appearance, it, it, it was coming in uh, at, you know, four or five. Relationships, 
Of course, there's, many, there's other things we can think about, but I, I believe that this pretty much, this will pretty much catch you, okay? If, if none of those caught you, then you're doing pretty good. But most of us, at, from time to time, will worry about our health or we'll worry about the health of someone we love. We'll worry about money or the lack thereof it. Worry about your work or school if you're in school. Your appearance. I mean, come on, I know you've seen, I know you've seen that person, right, who is, uh, you know, uh, who knows how, what age they are, but they go through whatever it takes to stay young, right? To, to me, that is, that is one of the least attractive attributes of a person, right? It's when they are, they are raging against uh, where they are in life, and they're trying to, to, trying to be young, or when a young person's trying to look old. You know, we're worried about how we look. That's so, that's so self-absorbed, right? Jesus here says, don't worry about your raiment. Don't worry about your food. Now, obviously, that doesn't mean that you just go through life and you just don't care, okay? I'm not talking about not caring. I'm talking about not worrying, okay? There's a big difference. When I was in law school, I think law school was a good example because in, in undergrad, uh, it, it, it's, just a, it's just crazy. You know, it's just weird. People wear whatever they want to. But in law school, there's, it's a little different, okay, because you, these are the people who are coming here to get their professional degree. And so you would have people who dress very different in your class. And you could very quickly look out there and you could say, this person is concerned about how they appear. And then you could say, this person doesn't care a lick, right? <laughs> it, it would always be the guy who would come in and with flip-flops and, and his hair is disheveled. That was the guy that sat beside me in the exam and he said, you want some Nicorette? You know, and I was like, man, what are you, I'm not going to take some substance right before I take this exam, you know? Uh, but anyway, that's, that's for free. That's beside the point. Some people you can look at and you can tell they don't care. I'm not talking about not caring, okay? It's nice for you to uh, care about things, okay? I don't, I don't want you to give up caring about how you look, okay? <laughs> but I want you to give up worrying about how you look and, and just being constantly bombarded in your mind and absorbed with how you look because that is, a, that is worry, and that's not honoring to God. What about, what about your health, okay? The same thing. I don't want you to give up caring about your health, okay? Your body is the temple of God that he has given to you. you. You are to be a steward of it, okay? Just because you know that you're going to heaven because of the blood of Christ doesn't mean that you, uh, that you get a free pass to just accelerate yourself there by, by consuming anything you want to and not caring for your body, okay? I'm not talking about not caring for your body. What I want you to do is I want you to give up worrying about your health. Every, every single one of us, it, it, it doesn't matter how healthy you are or your age, you've got something that you can worry about in your health, okay? You know, uh, maybe, you're, maybe your back feels a little weird, maybe your lymph nodes are kind of swollen, maybe some, just something weird's off today, and then you can sit there and you can worry about what's wrong with me. And that is not honoring to God. And I think we'll get more into that, but I'm getting, I'm getting ahead of myself. Jesus here says, 
Look at the fowls of the air. If you're worried about, specifically here, if you're worried about your money and you're worried about how are we going to live, we, you have all experienced this before at least once <laughs> where uh, you see your bank account and you say, how in the world are we going to make it through this month? How are we going to pay our bills? How are we going to be able to not skip meals, right? He says, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Can you imagine a life where you literally just live off of what you can fit into your mouth? And that's what the, that's what the birds do, right? They don't have barns like we do and places that we store our goods for the, for the, the bad times, for the rainy seasons. Most, most all of you, have or either know the importance of having a rainy day fund, right? Having some extra money set aside for when things aren't going so good. You've had, you have a surplus. Imagine living a life where you don't have surplus, right? You just live off of only what the Lord provides for you that day. That's what the birds live like. And he says, and you realize I take care of them. Are you not much more valuable than they are? Man, that's a little convicting to me. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? So now Jesus moves from talking about your wealth, your finances, your food, and talking about your appearance. You see, even back then, appearance uh, and money were the top things people worried about. You, you could also take this as a, as a health-related worry. But he says, which of you can worry about something enough to where it happens? If you, if you say, I'm so worried that I'm too short, and you worry about it so much, you know what's going to happen? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. I, I believe what Jesus is trying to teach us here is the, is the uselessness of worry. It does not accomplish anything. What's, what's really happening when you worry? Um, I've been so, I've, I, y'all, I've been so scatterbrained this morning. I'm sorry. I keep jumping all over the place, but I'm so excited to tell you about this. Um, what's happening when you worry is Satan is coming in and he is robbing you. Okay? Satan is robbing you of enjoying the moment that God has given you. Okay? Because that's all you have. You remember that. Right now, this second, this breath that you're breathing in right now, that's the only thing that you have. But yet Satan comes in and he says, don't think about right now. <laughs> don't think about, about worshiping God right now. Why don't you think about what's happening tomorrow? Why don't you think about your health problems that, that you know, I might die tomorrow or I might you know, be sick tomorrow? And you begin to worry and to, and to fixate on that thing. And what's happening is that he is making you focus on something that is completely useless instead of enjoying what God has given you. You know, let's say, let's say I'm just going to use an example, okay? I'm going to use a silly example because it's me, okay? Let's say that you're worried, you're worried that you're going to get sick, okay? This happens every single time to me when I hear 
of the stomach virus being out there, okay? If, if I catch wind that the stomach virus has hit somebody that I know, I immediately begin thinking, when was the last time that I was with that person? When was the last time that I talked? Did, was I too close to them? You know, did I wash my hands before I did anything? You know, one time, poor Brother Seth, man, he got, he got the stomach virus the, the, day, the night after eating at our house. And I'm telling you, I lived in a perpetual state of worry for the next, whatever Google says was the, was the um, period, the incubation period. So it was 48 hours or something like that. I lived in a perpetual state of worry that I was going to get the stomach virus. You know what, you know what was happening? <laughs> I, I was wasting my time and my energy on something completely useless. Let's just say... Let's just say theoretically that you knew that you were going to get it. It was an absolute certainty that you were going to get that stomach virus. You know, what, you know how much good it does to worry about it? Nothing. You know? It's not as if you can sit there and you can uh, you know, prepare for it and make yourself better. You know? It's just you know, it's a waste of time. My, my point is, <laughs> is that when you're worrying, you're wasting time. Okay? Because you're worrying about something that may happen, and it probably won't happen. But even if it does happen, <laughs> you worrying about it right now is not accomplishing anything. Okay? That's what Jesus is saying here. He said, which of you can worry about your height so good <laughs> and so hard that you actually begin to grow in stature? Nobody. Okay? So why don't you, <laughs> why don't you take your energy... And, and that, that sense of dread or frustration or whatever it is that you feel when you're worried, and why don't, you, why don't you just let it go, okay? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither did they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. He says, why are you so concerned about the clothes that you're wearing, about your appearance. You know, we could, uh, we could in, in today's society, we could, we could even stretch that out to, to be, you know, your cars, your, uh, you know, the, the things that you have that, sh that you want people to see. He said, why are you so concerned about that? He says, you, you look at the flowers in the field and you see how gorgeous they are. They're not sitting there uh, spinning and toiling and making clothes, God has arrayed them with beauty, okay? And God has arrayed you with beauty. Now, you may, you may be uh, concerned about the way you look, and you may go through all kind of efforts to uh, change, to modify your body, to modify your, uh, you know, the, your hair, whatever it is. You know, it's okay to do that, okay? It's okay to... to, to uh, do up your hair, to comb your hair. It's okay to care. The problem is when we begin to fixate and to worry about it because Satan is once again robbing you of enjoying the beauty that God has given you, okay? Due to the constraints of time, we will stop the message here. But please join us tomorrow for the conclusion of this message. If you would like to subscribe to our website, please go to www.zionpbc.com and sign up for email updates.
If you have any questions, please feel free to contact the church at zionpbc1847 at gmail.com. That's Z-I-O-N-P-B-C-1847 at gmail.com. Or you can email me directly at jchrismacool at gmail.com. That's the letter J-C-H-R-I-S-M-C-C-O-O-L at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you is my prayer. We thank you for listening to today's message. For more information, please visit us online at zionpbc.com. 